can't scream like Dave Grohl. Oh, well, how about we'll just we'll just talk about qualifying today. Probably. Let's that's, just let's just talk about qualifying better. as much as we enjoyed that yesterday. Yeah. So joined now by Will Power, driving the number 12 Verizon Team Penske Chevrolet for Team Penske this weekend, starting seventh in tomorrow's IndyCar Grand Prix at Sonoma. Will, you had speed all week, and you certainly still have speed here in qualifying, but I know obviously not where you were hoping to end up today. Did you feel like you were lacking a little bit or missed a little bit in that qualifying session? Yeah, it's just, uh, uh, man, I... I did two laps on my res in the first run because, uh, you know, a bunch of people backed up. So I had an abort a lap that would have got me through. So I said, okay, we need to do one lap in the next session. So I went across the line, team said pit. So I thought we were okay. So it was a bad call. Bad call on my part. I mean, I was a part of that. Like we just should have been thinking of getting in the fast six rather than the fast six. So, um, yeah, should have done another lap. I think we would have got in. Joined also by the driver starting in the row in front of you, Alexander Rossi, driving the number 27 Napa Auto Parts Honda for Andretti Autosport. Alex, it uh, was a dicey Fast 6 session that we saw happen uh, in qualifying today. Take us through your round and ultimately what you found in the car today in qualifying. Yeah, I think we made good steps forward uh, from from yesterday and, and this morning again um, to, to be pretty competitive this afternoon. We, we tried something a little different in, in hopes it would pay off um, and, and did the, the Firestone Blacks for Fast 6. Um, but at the end of the day, it, it clearly, as Will will attest to, it was probably not the right decision. But, you know, at this point, you know, we're, we're trying to, to hit some home runs and, and get it done. And um, it, it wasn't meant to be. We knew the farthest we could fall down was six. So that's what happened. And uh, 85 laps tomorrow of, of chaos. So it's going to be fun. And, and hopefully we can move forward to the spot that we need to. We'll start questions with Patrick. Uh, Will, any chance you guys didn't really keep track of Pato Award out there as a possible qualifying contender? No, it wasn't that. Actually, it's going early, so you don't see what people do over the line. It makes it much easier for the team to make a call on whether to pit or not if you're at the back of the train. So just two things, you know, going out early and, you know, not doing another lap, basically um, banking on that it was good enough. So, yeah, yeah, but he what a phenomenal job by uh, Pat. That's, a, that's amazing on his first uh, try to be in the fast six. Uh, he's obviously really talented. Wolfgang and then Steve. Well, what's about the traffic situation overtaking? Uh, is this a problem here or can be issued tomorrow from the starting position you're starting to race tomorrow? Yeah, I, I think uh, I think they'll be passing because the tires degrade so much. Um, you know, I, I just, I don't know, you know if everyone's going to degrade the same or some will go worse, but um, there's definitely going to be some strategy plays because of that because of the lap time drop. Steve? Alexander, when did you guys start working on strategy? How much time have you spent talking about strategy for this race? Zero minutes. I mean, <laughs> you, you got to know where you start first before you can talk about strategy. So that'll be tonight and tomorrow and tomorrow afternoon and all day tomorrow. Other questions for Alex and Will? Yes, Mary. Um, Will, this year Honda won the... Uh, manufacturer's title, but Chevy has won all the other ones since 2012. Can you talk a little bit about what Chevy does for you in terms of uh, preparing the, I mean, obviously they have the engine, but it's more than that, isn't it, in terms of 
um, drivability and those kind of things? And, and have you seen that much of a change this year? Uh, yeah, absolutely. They're always working on that. We definitely we have something different this weekend, which is really good. Um, and, you know, they worked. They brought a great engine to the 500, obviously. Uh, so... Yeah, I mean, these guys, I mean, Chevy not only helps on the engine side, they have track support as well, um, you know, for data analysis and um, chassis stuff. So, you know, they're just a, a great partner. And um, yeah, it's great, you know, great competition when you think of it between Honda and Chevy. You can't really see a difference between the engines. Um, well, at India, we're better, so sorry about that. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> Other questions for Alex or Will? Yes, Patrick. I'm looking at third, sixth, and seventh, and you guys look miserable. Is it just the pressure this weekend? Uh, well, <laughs> I think Joseph probably still feels, un I don't know. Yeah, I can tell, man. Were you on a lap in your garden or not? You were? Yeah, I would have been tight. Been tight. Oh. Dixon was also on a lap, and he just, oof. I, I was yeah, not, was I was not on one, so that's. Man, when I saw you go out in black, I was like, geez, I hope he's just doing a couple and coming in for a one lap. Yeah, no. So, anyways, <laughs> no, I mean, I'm disappointed, obviously, because it was a, a wrong decision. But, I mean, at the same time, like, I don't, it also doesn't matter. I don't think we had the pace for pole. So, Will and Alex, thank you very much. Appreciate your time. Good luck tomorrow. We'll welcome in Joseph Newgarden driving the number one Verizon Team Penske Chevrolet starting third in tomorrow's IndyCar Grand Prix at Sonoma. But Joseph, after sort of a, a strange and rough start to your weekend, it seems like things have turned around for you and you guys have been able to find a lot of speed out of the car. W would, have, would you say that you're happy with your qualifying performance today? Yeah, it was, it was okay. Um, I was most excited for the fast six. I thought that would be where we would shine the most. And, um, you know, we didn't, thirds, you know, not, not always what you want. I mean, if you're in the fast six, Sorry, um, you hope to get the pole. Um, I think we had some potential for it. You know, we were on a pretty good lap, and then Rossi just layered turn nine with dust, and we lost some time. Uh, it would have been tight. I think we were tight on Hunter Ray's time. We were a low six or a high five, and I think Dixon was on a five at 1.2. So you, you don't know what it would have been, um, but it just wasn't enough. So, you know, d disappointed with third. I think we had a little bit more to challenge for the pole, and we just fell short. So now we got to work on our, our race car and try and capitalize on tomorrow. Joined by Scott Dixon, the points leader, driving the number nine PNC Bank Honda for Chip Ganassi Racing Teams. Scott, I know you were hoping to get that that point for pole uh, heading out of today, but ultimately, are you happy with what you guys have heading into tomorrow's race? Uh, yeah, you know, I think front row is a good start. Uh, huge driver error there. Just needed to get through a right and a left, and uh, it would have been looking uh, pretty decent. You know, the car felt good. Um, huge credit to the team. They've done a a good job, you know, I think between Portland and, and here of, uh, you know, we came with a pretty different car. Um, and it rolled off really well. So, uh, you know, happy with that. Um, obviously, tomorrow is what really counts. Uh, it was nice to, you know, improve our uh, speed as a team in, in this scenario um, and just came up short. You know, uh, maybe another driver in that car would have got it on the pole. Joined also by our pole sitter, Ryan hunter Ray, driving the number 28 DHL Honda for Andretti Autosport. His first pull here at Sonoma Raceway. Ryan, how cool is it to finally get that pull here at a track that I know you enjoy? It is great. We've been in the Fast Six here quite a few times, so it's nice to, uh, nice to finally get the pull here. Um, big focus now tomorrow, you know, trying to win this thing. We finished second and third here in the past, so I'd really love to uh, get that big, 
big bottle of red wine or whatever it is. I believe it's red wine. Um, you know, that, that's the ultimate goal for us right now. So we'll be concentrating on that. But great job to the team today. Just gave me the car I needed. You know, yesterday we kind of dialed ourselves out a little bit, got too aggressive with the setup. And um, today we, we narrowed right back in on it and, um, and everything I needed in, in one lap. So um, hats off to them. Big thanks to them. And uh, it's nice to get the pull here. The wine goblet's upstairs if you want to check it out. Before. I will go check yeah. that out. <laughs> questions for these drivers. Yes, Wolfgang. Two questions for you, Joseph. Um, you said, or you used the word disappointing. I think overall, third is not too disappointing, huh? starting the race. It's relative. It's okay. I mean, it's, it's not first, but it's okay. Yeah. And then you also said um, you will work on the race car for tomorrow. Can you go in some specifics, what areas you will work on? Well, I mean, we'll just look at all our data from the last couple of weeks and what we've done, and we'll compile the best stuff, and we'll put it on the car. Yes, Steve. Scott, you guys have struggled in uh, natural terrain road course qualifying this year. Did you guys make a major change, or is this track just that much different? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, we, we did, actually. We, we running something totally different than what we typically do. So it was nice to, uh, and, we, and we had a real kind of think about whether we, you know, come and, you know, start where we did last year or, you know, where we thought we'd be happy and then, and then shift over. But we just started with it. It seemed to drive quite nice to start with and, and we just stuck with it and, and did some, you know, pretty minor adjustments to it. I think, you know, for a lot of us, it's been trying to keep up with the wind direction, uh, track temp, um, you know, the conditions change here so quickly and, and uh, so abruptly. But yeah, so I, I don't know. We've we've really sucked in uh, road course qualifying this year. So it was nice to actually make it to the fast six. I think it's only my second time this year. Uh, street courses, which you know we, we typically haven't been as good, uh, we've we've been uh, really good throughout the season. So uh, it's nice to at least finish on a strong note for qualifying. Bruce. Ryan, you're um, Alex's teammate, but you're also a consummate pro, and the guy sitting next to you is also involved in the championship. You want to win the race, but you also want to probably give him a little bit of a hard time. So how difficult is it to balance that when a guy is starting next to you that's in a championship and he's going up against your teammate and you want to win? I'm just focused on winning the race. I, that's, that's all I can focus on. That's all I can do. Um, you know, race. I'll race like I always do, and uh, go for a win. That's our. That's our only objective. That's my only objective. That's the only reason why I'm here. Wolfgang. Uh, question for you, Scott. You said uh, that the conditions are changing here very quickly, and you mentioned the wind. Is this an unknown factor to put this into the strategy for the race tomorrow? Uh, no, I think it just helps to maybe you know the team. I think kind of keeps you up to speed on it. Um, you know, you feel it pretty quickly. It's just you know. One lap, you can break really deep into to nine, and then the next, you, you go pretty much straight through the dirt. So it's hard to, to keep the, the, you know, if you keep looking at the flags, you can understand the direction a little bit. It seems like once it does shift, it stays where, is, you know, where it is. So, uh, yeah, it's one of those things. Luis, question up front. Okay, Ryan. So a couple of the drivers have mentioned how difficult in, in terms of tire wear and also the amount of wind change has happened in this circuit. Does it, has that factored in? How do you feel exactly as far as the track's conditions over the weekend? Because, of course, yesterday was like variation of sun, but also wind and cloudy compared to now is very sunny compared. Yeah, this pl it's, it's definitely strange that way. Um, from a.m. to p.m., it can change. It's two different racetracks, and especially with the wind that we have now and, you know, loads more less downforce than we had last year, 
Um, you don't know what you're going to get lap to lap. It's really hard to push on uh, in qualifying, especially on your first lap, because you don't know where to break. You don't know what you're going to get away with. Uh, it's kind of a crapshoot. So, and with tire degradation, like you mentioned, it's going to be very difficult tomorrow not to make mistakes for everybody in the field. Doesn't matter how good your car is. Um, haven't looked at the wind forecast yet, but that's a big one. Um, so, it uh, it makes it very very difficult. Should make for an interesting race tomorrow, though, for that reason. Josh. Yes, Scott, as you mentioned, you, you guys went for a completely different approach in qualifying compared to the other natural terrain road courses. Was there anything specific from, um, from the tests that, that particularly helped you this weekend? No, we, we rolled off the same and really, really just stuck with it. You know, I think I kind of alluded to we were going to come, you know, as we typically do and then, you know, do a wholesale change. But um, we just started with it, felt decent and kind of and kind of stuck with it. So... Maybe the test next year, we'll, we'll go back and try the other stuff, but it has not been good, so I think that one's done. Yes, sir. Uh, question for all three. Uh, was there any consideration from your teams of going on to an alternate, str alternate strategy uh, in using the black sidewall tire similar to the 27? Not from us, no. 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 <laughs> Easy answers. <laughs> Patrick? Uh, Scott, uh, any concerns, you know, the championship battle, and uh, now you actually have a, 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 as rookie as you can get, starting pretty close to you up there in the top, top six. Any concerns with the newcomers, you know, expanded field, et cetera, uh, for the finale? Uh, no, I think you got to, you know, give a lot of credit to uh, Award, man. What a job well done. You know, it's, uh, it's been good to see. It's cool to see the opportunity that uh, you know him and, and uh, Colton are getting. Um, you know, it's not too often that, that we you know you see that. So um, yeah, he's done a hell of a job. I don't know. I, I hope he doesn't collect me, but um, <laughs> I can't. You know, if he does, I can't help that. You know, it's just one of those things. But I think you know he's. You know, I've watched him in, in the junior categories, and and you know he's a he's a smart kid, and and you know uh, has done extremely well. And and to come here, you know, uh, where all of us, some of us older guys, have been uh, pounding it out all year, he jumps in and, and gets it done. So it's uh, it's good to see. Bruce and then Mary. And the fact that Alex uh, did it on blacks now has an extra set of reds in the race. Is that a strategy that concerns you any? I think he just has one less lap on on reds. Um, I don't know. I hope one lap on red set of tyres doesn't ruin my race, but um, we're going to be okay. I hope so. <laughs> I hope we're going to be okay. And Ryan, um, Steve Williams admitted he got a little choked up out there presenting you with the last Verizon P1 award. Uh, they're leaving after the end of this season, and how much better is the series? from when Verizon leaves to where it was where it, when it joined? They've been an absolutely amazing partner. I told them, I said, we're really going to miss you uh, for many reasons. Um, it, they've just, yeah, <laughs> for the phones. No. Um, <laughs> honestly, they've done so much for this series. Um, and obviously, uh, you know, Joseph and Will and these guys can attest to that. Um, it's, it's certainly uh, a game changer. And it's, it's tough to see them leave, but that's, that's how it goes. Um, so we just thank them. And I uh, also want to thank Sonoma. It's been, been a great run here. We're going to miss this place, and hopefully we can come back soon. Yeah, well, it's going to be something else next year. But, um, yeah, it's special for sure. Like I said, um, hats off to Verizon. Can't thank them enough for everything they've done in the sport. They've been a great partner. And, um, you know, hopefully we can send this one off on, on a great note. 
Mary? Yeah. Ryan, um, you're starting alongside Scott, but if it comes down to the end of the race and um, you know, you're leading and your teammate Rossi is behind you and there's a million dollars on the line for the title, do you think there'll be any team orders? I gotta use the restroom, so I'm gonna go out there real quick. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's uh, I've been with this team a long time and race wins are all that matters to me, so. I, I'm going to have my head down, do everything I can to go win the race. That's all I can do. Um, and, and that's my only objective, and that's all I'm thinking about. Any questions upstairs in the press box? No questions upstairs. Aaron? Is there any one thing you guys could agree on that makes this place extra tough? Mm, I think we'd agree. We'd agree on a couple things around here. Yeah. I mean, tire deg's really difficult. Wind direction's very difficult. Those are two big things. Yeah, the surface is just, it's somewhat polished. You know, it's, it's, it's weathered. I guess you can call it, we call it character sometimes. That's what you call a place that's been weathered and, and beaten pretty good. Uh, it has character. But it's, um, you know, the, the elevation changes. And when the wind picks up, like I said, it's two different racetracks. Some curbs have sand on the inside of them. You never know what you're going to get from one lack to the next at Sonoma. So... Uh, definitely one of the trickiest tracks you go to. Luis, did you have a question? Yeah. And so did, yes, so did Maria. Maria? Uh, lots of things. You know, I love the track. It's it's very technical. It's very frustrating. Uh, but that's a good thing. You know, it's it's hard to get right. And when you do get it right, when you win here, um, you know, it's it's uh, pretty spectacular. And and you know, I think for a lot of us, we've had some you know some great memories here. And and I think all of us agree that hopefully it's only a short departure and we can come back. Mm -hmm. You know how real that is. I don't really know, but um, I know the the wives, girlfriends, uh, sponsors really enjoy this area too. You never really see them at the racetrack until the race, so um, I think they partake in the wine a bit. But um, yeah, I don't know. Lots of things to miss about this place. Luis. This is mostly for Joseph. Kind of response to what. Thank you. This is a follow-up regarding what Ryan said about, of course, Verizon, your primary sponsor. What would it mean? For you to not only get a victory in their last race as a series title sponsor, but if all chaos happens and you somehow pull the big miracle and win the championship, how would that, what would it mean to you? That'd be incredible. I think I'm going to send Scott to the restaurant I went to on Thursday night. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, he can get, get a little food poisoning before tomorrow. But. Um, it's a, it's a tall order. I mean, it's it's a big deal. But um, you know, to be to be here in the Verizon car for their final race is pretty special. They've been, like Ryan said, such a tremendous partner for the series. And uh, you know, a lot of a lot of where we're at is thanks to Verizon. They've they've helped bring the sport further, um, and and they've given us a lot of growth and I think a lot of potential for the future. So you know, everything that happens beyond this point, you you've got to have a stepping stone to get to the next place. And I think Verizon's given us that. So. Um, they've been tremendous. Um, it's going to be a special race, hopefully, to, to send it off for those guys. And, and you know, we're going to try and win the race. Uh, if we win the whole thing, even better. But uh, kind of like Ryan, we can only focus on winning the race, and that's our task right now. So uh, we're focused on that, and we'll hopefully can bring Verizon a, a team victory. And before we let Joseph, Scott, and Ryan go, we'll take one more question from Bruce. Scott, you've been in this position a time or two before. How much does that past experience really 
help you tonight, not get too high, not get too low, be able to get a good night's sleep and go at it tomorrow? Uh, I d- you know, I don't think it changes too much. I think everybody at this level, you know, understands, you know, what they need to do. And, and everybody gets nervous. You know, it's, it's you're in a competitive environment and, and uh, one that I really enjoy and sometimes thrive on. But uh, I think, you know, it, uh, sometimes it's better not having been in the situation because you don't know what to expect or you don't get preset on too many things. So um, I think it can go either way. But, uh, you know, as all of us are set up here, everybody wants to win the race. Uh, if the DHL car is really fast, I think it should take the victory. It'll look really good and win a circle there. Um, and, yeah, we'll try to do the same if, uh, if, you know, that comes. Joseph, Scott, and Ryan, thank you very much. Good luck tomorrow. Thank you. And yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was own, late. Very own Thanks, press man. Thanks, man. We'll welcome in Patricio Ward <laughs> driving the number eight Harding Group Chevrolet for Harding Racing here this weekend at the IndyCar Grand Prix of Sonoma. Qualified fifth in his very first Verizon IndyCar Series start. Patricio, how cool is that for you? To did, did you have these expectations going in? I know that a lot of people talk about your competitiveness and and your your confidence and in, in your abilities. But how cool is it to to be starting sort of in the in the first three rows of your first start, watching these guys that you've been watching racing for a while congratulate you and tell you what a good job you've been doing? I think it's pretty cool. I honestly don't know what to think about it, but when I saw that I moved into the fast six and I saw. It, in Garden, Dixon, Honore, Rossi, Andretti, I said, oh my God, you know, they're just such big names and you've been looking at them for years and years and years. Um, since I was a kid, I mean, Scott has been racing for, for a long time and um, and I think even before I started my open wheel career, um, Joseph was already in IndyCar. Um, basically everybody here was already and it's just something it's something unique it's something that you have to start believing that you can be like them that you can beat them that you can uh you know give them a run for their money and it's just it's a new feeling i I really don't know what to think about it but um i couldn't be more more stoked for the team and i'm and i'm really happy i got to give them their first fast six um and uh you know harding and team chevy have given me an awesome opportunity so far and um, the focus this weekend has been obviously to do a good job. Uh, my objective was always just to be in the top 10. And so it was an objective succeeded. <laughs> so cool factor aside, how are you finding the track and the car and what were you and the team able to find out of your qualifying run today? Um, tire deg is pretty big. Um, especially on the reds, the rear tires are, um, they go off, um, not not in the first you know five seven laps, but then after it's it's a pretty big steep uh, downhill. It's a very very. It's a track where the degradation is known to be there, uh, but I think now with the Aero Kids and everything is just a little looser, a bit more playful. Um, the tires just go down a little bit more of a strain. So tomorrow that's going to be interesting, and um, that's going to be something new for me for my team, um, and. It's just something that we're going to have to go through and you, we're going to have to learn. Uh, it's not something that you'll just you know, learn like that. It's, you're going to make mistakes, but uh, we're trying to minimize that as much as we can. And, um, and I think we can be in a, in a really good position tomorrow. I think if we stay on pace, uh, we can have a really good shot at you know, ending in a top five or maybe if something happens in the front, maybe a good podium. That would be very nice. <laughs> 
So you've been running with the other cars, obviously, today in qualifying and practice and, and yesterday all day in practice. But what do you think your first IndyCar race experience is going to be like with all of that traffic around you, with all of that, that experience around you? Probably overwhelming. Uh, there's a lot of veterans, a lot of people that have been in situations where I haven't been in. So I think in that I'm going to have to play a little catch up in the course of 85 laps. Um, the car is very, very physical too. So hopefully I can withstand it. Um, especially going down in the carousel, going up the hill. Um, it gets really, really, really heavy. So way heavier than what I'm used to. So um, like I said, it's going to be a new experience, but I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the challenge and, um, and I'm going to be, you know, working hard to end up better than what I qualified. Questions for Patricio. Yes, Josh. All right, but Patricio, first off, congratulations on the, on the good run today. Talk about the decision in Q2 to, to use both sets of red tires, which ultimately got you into the fast six. Yeah, uh, thank you. Um, I Usually, I think they told me that rookies in the first outing, like in the group outings, they go red-red. Um, but, you know, speaking of yesterday, I thought that I had the pace uh, to just use one new red. Um, so I said, let's go out in blacks and do red. So did that, well, you know, crossed over. And then I didn't really use the maximum out of the red the first time because um, it came in a little late. So I said, you know, put those back on and then to kind of get an idea of what the next reds that we're going to put on are, are going to be. I just wanted to transfer to the fast six. I didn't really care where I ended in the fast six. Um, I just wanted to transfer, and um, and then for for obviously Q three in the in the Firestone Fast Six, I um, I just tried to lay down a, a good lap. I um, I think it was a pretty clean lap. Obviously, could have been better, um, but it was a good clean lap to to know that it would have been you know strong enough to to be maybe be in the middle or uh, just something within there. I, I think any position in the Fast Six is really good so <laughs> i didn't really care where i ended thank you wolfgang also congratulations i think you tested here earlier last week did it give you already indication that you would be very fast during the official qualifying and then coming from lights into indycars what was the biggest challenge when you stepped into indycars um so yeah i tested last weekend here and um we, we kind of did like afternoon of the day because uh, we had some issues in the morning um and it was you know everything is new everything is just so much faster so much more grip and i tried to learn the black tire this this weekend was the first time that i put reds on um, but straight out of the box i obviously i liked them a lot more and um and the pace was there it was very very strong and um i think just Obviously, I wasn't expecting a fast six when I came here, uh, but I was expecting to be fighting for top tens um, around that range. And the biggest challenge so far, I think just physically, the car is just way more demanding. Um, the amount of grip or the amount of speed you could carry in into a corner is a lot more than what the lights is um, with the aero package and with the tire. Um, the grip is way, way stronger. So um, it was tough to get used to because 
obviously you don't you're not confident in the car at first that it can do it um but you know you just start pushing more and more and more and you get more comfortable and then it allows you to to kind of find its limits and um and i think another challenge was the carbon brakes um the indy lights is steel brakes and these are carbon brakes and the the car really 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 stops so um it's pretty heavy on your neck and um around this place i don't think this is an easy track on the neck or on the body i think it's one of the hardest ones it's my first time here but um from what i've heard it's it's one of the most physical ones so um i'm really really happy that i um that i have the pace to be running in near the front here annie Can you talk a little bit about your off-course excursion at Turn 2? Turn 2? Oh, yeah, okay. So I, I was just trying to find the limits of the tire, I guess, and I, and I went a little deep. I locked up, I think, front left. And, um, and when you do that and you just overshoot a little bit, it's, it's – yeah, it just tells you you're going straight. So I just try not to pin it in the wall. I just try to kind of just round, you know, round it out because there's a crest and the car tends to get loose over that. Um, so I just aborted that lap and then, you know, try to get in the next one. But, uh, you know, that's just finding the limits of the tire. I think a lot of people in the chicane, um, it's just the air was changing a lot. So it was different things that you have to take into account, uh, during this, the whole qualifying session. Um, but I think we, we executed. <laughs> Mary. Um, Patricio, uh, how many laps in succession have you, maybe you know, if you ran here um, either in the test or in practice sessions? And then what about practicing pit stops? So in the test, I probably did like maybe around 60. I didn't do much because um, we only did the second half of the day. But then this weekend, you know, in an hour, maybe we can do 20-something laps. Um, in both practice sessions, so 25, 25, um, that's, you know, 110. So I think a rough estimate of maybe of 140 laps I've done around here. Um, I think that's a pretty, pretty near number. What was the other question? Oh, pit stops, yes. We've, I practiced, practiced yes, some yesterday. And um, I have some experience with sports cars last year. So I kind of know what to expect, but these are way faster, and you kind of have to attack a lot more um, to be able to gain some time. So uh, I'm going to be working on that throughout the race. Uh, but I think I, I nailed some really good ones down yesterday. Yes, sir. ¿Qué tal, Pato? Iván Martínez de Tres y México para toda la comunidad de México y de Latinoamérica. Eh, espero que nos pueda responder tanto en español y en inglés. ¿Cómo enfrentar, cómo pensar y cómo mentalizarse cuando ya nos ha sorprendido con prácticas y calificación? ¿Cómo enfrentar y afrontar precisamente la carrera para poder realizarla y terminarla bien? Yo creo que lo más importante es mantenerte paciente, mantenerte tranquilo, porque... Es una carrera larga, son 85 vueltas, creo que 80, 85 vueltas y es algo nuevo. No me ha tocado hacer una carrera que es como que un sprint, pero más larga. Y me ha tocado o son de varias horas o son de menos vueltas. Entonces son cosas nuevas, pero yo creo que 
mantenerte tranquilo y calmado al principio va a ser va a ser muy importante. The question was um, what is the mentality when you go into the race? And uh, I responded as I think it's important to to stay calm and relaxed in the beginning. It's a really long race and a lot of things can happen. Um, I I honest I don't want to get in the be between Rossi and Dixon. Um, so I'm just obviously I'm not gonna let him buy. But if I'm in a situation where I can put their their race in jeopardy or something, um, I'm obviously gonna you know give them the priority because I wouldn't. I was in a similar situation with Colton and I wouldn't want someone new to just sabotage me or Colton's race. It's not fair. So, um, and you know, winning this championship is a very, very big accomplishment. Yes. Bruce. And then yes, ma'am. What was it like getting high fived by a two time Indy 500 winner and a two time cart champion after you climbed out of the car today? I have a follow up to that. It was, I don't know. <laughs> it was just, you know, it's, I didn't get to see Al as much, you know, racing, but it's something that's unique. Not everybody gets that or receives that. And, uh, and I'm very grateful for the opportunity. I'm really happy that there's someone with a lot of experience in the team that can give me some tips because they have really, really helped me. Um, and, I think it's it's proven uh, so far, and uh, and we're just going to keep getting better, better, and better. And also, this is just qualifying. There's still a race ahead, but do you almost feel like you've already earned the invitation back? Uh, yeah, maybe a little. Uh, I think tomorrow, if I run a good, clean race, um, it w it would make me really, really happy about the weekend. I think it's important to show that that you have the maturity to to run with with all these experienced people and uh and drivers and I think it's important to to run your race and uh and respect everybody else. That that's something that I've always liked to do and and it's something that I've I think I've always done in my career. I like to respect everybody, you know. Um I think at the beginning of the week and I, I I said in a press conference some people just did not care um but i thought it was really really cool um when i got to to scott dixon and um and will power as well that i saw that they said really nice things about me i thought that was really 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 cool i thought that was you know that's why they're champions yes ma'am I was wondering, since you are getting a chance to run this one for the first time, when you take this track, are there sections of the track that you really enjoy mastering? Uh, are there challenges that when you do it right, you kind of get a cheer for yourself? I think you get pretty pumped when where there's a very challenging part of the course and you nail it with the new tire. That's a very satisfying feeling. <laughs> Our last question from Wolfgang. Uh, Patricia, you said that this car is very challenging. You have different brakes compared to Indy Lights. Uh, you feel the neck, etc., etc. Is there anything what you learned in Indy Lights you can take to your advantage in, in Indy cars? It developed me very, very well. The, the Maserati to Indy and the Indy Lights car really prepared me to get into this car. Obviously, 
as it's a new car, it's always going to have its challenges. It's always going to be just bigger, faster, better. Um, but from the basis, you know, it teaches you, it teaches you aero, it teaches you power, it teaches you um, everything that you have to learn in, to go into one of the fastest cars in the world. And um, and you, once you get to jump into one, I think it's it's just getting used to the power, getting used to the speed of the race car. And now everything is starting to slow down a little bit. I'm starting to get more comfortable. I can push it a lot more. Um, and I could really feel when the tire is going to give up. So I think that's very, very important whenever you're you're just finding those last couple tents. Any questions upstairs in the media center? You want a question? Yeah, no. poor guy. Aaron gets he a he, yeah. he raised his hand one in the Aaron beginning. Aaron always gets to ask his <laughs> questions. Yes, Aaron. I asked you uh, back in July, basically for your life story, it turned out, and how you progressed to Indy Lights. Have you had a more productive or period of your life that you advanced as much as you have in the last like no, month? No, no. <laughs> if you told if you told me last year, oh, you're gonna be in IndyCar in the you know in the last race of 2018, I say you're crazy. But here I am. <laughs> I think I've matured a lot, and uh, and I've grown a lot as a driver and as a person in and outside of the car lately. Um, the sports cars really helped me last year, just to kind of back it up and still be as fast, but take care of the race car. And then this year was just hammer down, get that championship, so I can get that chance in the Indy car. Patricio, thank you very much. Good luck tomorrow. Thank you.